Hello, and welcome to the Wizards Podcast. I am Bartholomew Coburns. I am joined today by what I would consider a great guest, a master of potions, a master of perhaps men, beasts, some say animals, I like to say beast, it's, it's a little bit more poetic. Introduce yourself, fine guest. Now, I'd have to say that I typically prefer working on men more than beasts, and the reason being I'm sure you do. Men respond more to the potions and alchemic uh, things I tend to work on. And if you hadn't guessed by now, I am an alchemist, a wizard ah, of alchemy. Yes. Excellent. And uh, I started teaching students many years ago. Before that, I went to school. <laughs> now here, we shall start our lesson. As you know, in the previous lesson, we brewed several elixirs and <laughs> vitaminic concoctions that were... <laughs> I, can't. I can't, dude. Oh my gosh. I was thinking Welcome about... to the potion corner. <laughs> I was thinking about a way... I spit all over my screen. I was thinking about it way too much. Oh my gosh. Hello, everyone, and welcome the whole time. to the Rack and Tour Collection. You were setting up so much for me that I had to deal with, and I just I couldn't, I couldn't do it. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's what I love about passing questions back to you, is I, I'll stack more on, and I can see the tip as it kind of stacks, and you're like, wait, what is the first thing that Charlie asked? And it fell, and I'm like, what do you think, Jack? And I'm like, well? Well, it, it's, if, I, if I had like a name in reserve... <laughs> Tries like drinking a bottle almost upside down. If I had a name yeah. in reserve, I think I would be able to go off a little bit more. But as soon as you're like, my <laughs> colleague who is, and I was like, oh no, I don't even have a name. I don't know. I should have just come up with one. For I was you. like, my southern voice does not fit. A that, that's fine. That's why I thought it would be kind of funny. I was actually expecting you to go in a different direction to be like, I actually don't know how I got here. I'm a cattle rancher. Uh, Back on the ranch, I. Uh, <laughs> in potions, we use often cattle pots. We use cattle pots for potions. Everyone, welcome to the Rack and Tour Collection. It's a podcast about everything and nothing, hosted by, you know it, two brothers, Jack and Charlie. My name is Charlie. common. <laughs> My name is Charlie. That's very insulting to our German audience who just turned off the podcast in rage. Oh, <laughs> my ears. Yeah, yeah. Okay, they're, <laughs> they're not listening anymore. The Rack and Tour Collection is a podcast about everything and nothing all at the same time. I bring this up because this is the start of a new year, of course. We might have new listeners coming in. You Happy know. New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Late New Year. I was Real quick to interrupt you. I was um, listening to the radio while I was taking Ellie to school. <laughs> okay, Grandpa. Well, no, I, my phone ain't connected yet. <laughs> well, I was listening to the radio and I tuned it. No. so And it was on like some country station. And question that they you know asked one another, I'm going to ask you. When is it acceptable to, like, how long do you say Happy New Year to somebody? To the middle of January? I think you can, I think you don't have to say Happy New Year after the first day is over. What if you haven't seen them for, like, a week or haven't talked to them? Oh, that's fine. You just don't acknowledge it? No, I think you can say it. I I don't really have, I'm not for or against anybody. People can say Happy New Year in the middle of September. I think it will be a little bit of a weirdo, but, like, you know. Yeah, okay. 
I just was curious. No. Anyways, continue. man, I had such a good flow for the end. Yeah, I know. Too. I was like, I, I was on like a good roll there. Sorry, it's, it's my ADHD. No, that's that's okay. Yeah, I reintroduce the podcast, the Racketeer Collection, every now and again because I like to account for new listeners, right? New people who may have tuned in and have no idea what this podcast is about because, frankly, if you started this podcast and you heard the first two minutes of us doing weird voices, it might be a little disarming for what you think you're getting into. You're like, oh, man, you know, my friend told me to listen to the Racketeer Collection and the new episode just came out. Oh, it's about the new year. It must be a great time to jump in. And you were met with Bartholomew Cubbins talking about his potion corner, which is not a euphemism, by the way. I also didn't understand your last name when you said it, and so I was really well, thrown off. Well, so here's the story, right? For some reason, the immediate thing that came to mind, Barth- Bartholomew Cubbins is... Cubbins? Cubbins, I think, yeah. I, I changed the last name a little bit. I, th- I think I said Cubans in the... But that you know what that name is? That name is taken from Jared Leto when he directed... Music videos for Thirty Seconds to Mars used a fake name as the director. And Cubbins it was, was the, Bartholomew the Cubbins. Look it up, man. I, it's weird. I don't know why why he did that, but anyways, why would you choose Bartholomew Cubbins? There's probably some reason. Knowing him, is it a good reason? Probably not. Anyways, I like to reintroduce the podcast. Uh, you know, Jack. I like. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take a little bit of a sidestep here. You know, the Rock and He's from Dr. Seuss. Oh, there you go. He's a resident of the Kingdom of Did. Oh. Nice. You know, here on the Rock and Tear Collection, we cover kind of a variety of topics. We're really not necessarily, I would say we're probably more of a gaming nerd culture specific show. Nerd How, core. However, that being said, I mean, recently with our little tales of the bizarre the strange episodes we did about cryptids about conspiracy theories about ghosts i mean there's a lot of stuff we've done and a lot of things we can branch out to definitely and so anyone out there if you're listening to us and you're like oh man i like i like the vibe of these boys i want to suggest a topic anything's on the table we'll talk about anything i mean we've had some really good episodes i think about motivation i mean we've had touched lightly on like mental health in the past talked about Lord of the Rings, talk about Jack and Daxter. I mean, there's a lot of things we have talked about and a lot of reasons to listen to the Racketeer Collection. Yes. The reason for listening to this episode today, though, is specifically a review. Specifically? Of what I'm calling the Shadow Year 2021. Because, no, we are no longer in 2021. I was like, you're kind of taking a long time to say, like, we are now. Didn't know I was sitting across J.R.R. Tolkien. R.R. George R.R. Martin. I don't Why does he say it like that? I don't know. George R.R. Yeah, George R.R. Is that how he says it? That's how he says it. How Butter says it. It's so weird. But don't worry. The dragons are coming. I call it the shadow year because I feel like 2021 was very much a year that was almost not even a recovery year, but like a response year and the playing out of a lot of things that happened and started in 2020. And so because of that, you know, I think that 2021 almost felt eclipsed in a way, you know, like it feels like COVID just started, but no, we're coming up two years. And I almost want to say it feels like 2020 was 2021. Right. Like 2020 went by so quickly. Mm Mm-hmm. That I I often confuse things that happened in 2020 as being in 2021. Same here. 
like I it's crazy that I started working at Trader Joe's a few months in. That's when COVID hit. Right. And I was like there for when like the rush happened and there was like no water bottles. There was like no food. And we're like that we know we're not getting trucks in. Everyone's like, I'm worried people are gonna come with like a gun and like demand like and it's like Sure. It was a freaky time, man. Yeah, and I feel time. like a lot of people kind of forget that, you know, 2020 was like a whole beast on its own. Yeah. And that's what that's, that's what kind of what I'm saying is because 2020 feels very surreal now. I mean, we've been dealing with it for so long. That's become normal. You know, the idea of wearing masks and masks. Well, I mean, I think for most it's become normal. But, the you know, just the feeling and how much things have adapted. It's bizarre to think of life before. You know, and that just goes to show you how quickly things do change. Definitely. And kind of the common zeitgeist, how, you know, the before times. The, the before times, before the great. The before times. Not that the before times are any better, really. I mean, to be honest with you. Um, but <laughs> To be yeah. quite honest. But yeah, this is a episode all about kind of 2021 in review. Uh, you know, obviously centered more around us, I mean. I'm really not going to get too much into politics or world news because I, I don't want it's it's tiring. I don't. It, it is it tiring. Either. It is tiring, and you know the big thing, the problem I have with a lot of politics, and I remember saying this to our dad when I was younger. When that, yeah, that Vladimir Putin is actually the best. No, I'm kidding. Is you know people care so much about what is people are saying, what people are doing, but how much of it actually. And I realize there's, you know, cause to be concerned and cause for, you know, movements against certain proposals. So I'm not necessarily talking about those, but how much of these decisions actually affect you as a person, right? I mean, it doesn't feel like very many, right? It doesn't seem to matter who necessarily the president is. It just seems to matter what they say, if that makes any sense to you. And how they say it. Right. How and so that's why the deal. whole thing, like you said, Jack, like you very actually said, is just kind of tiring. And it's just like the fact that people make careers over talking about politics is exhausting. I mean, I, I would I take can, a career talking imagine, about dude. sports before I ever thought about making a political channel. Like, dude, I don't even like sports, and I, I, agree I, I know. So, I think we're, what we're going to do here is we're going to. This is basically an excuse for another tangents episode, but it is more so. We're going to talk about just some hopefully good, memorable moments from our personal 2021 experiences. Uh, if we have any from listeners or viewers or friends or family, we'll read them. I don't know if we do. We reached out. We don't. We don't. <laughs> uh, confirming? We don't. Uh, pull up the files here. Oh, I'm going to go through some files. Dude, papers? Doing that? I've done that so many times for just shuffling papers and it's such a good... We have nothing. Nothing. Nothing, Jim. Edit a book being thrown. Glass shattering. I might do that just to go all out on the 2021 episode. The first edit of the podcast like that. Right? Have we ever edited really? I did no, the Protoss voice. We did the Protoss voice, and we used to kind of do a little bit more elaborate intros. I got I to gotta adjust my mic. Hold on. Um, however, you know, that's something I do miss doing is like the elaborate intros, but I think... What ended up happening is like the elaborate intros kind of spun off for me into like Tales of Ephemera, right? Well, so let's let's go ahead and jump in, right? Let's talk about our podcast because we've been doing the podcast over the entire year of 2021. We started in 2020 on what, November? Is that when we started, Jack? 
November? Yeah, our first episode was November 2020. Perfect. Yeah, so, I mean, we're, you know, we did it all this yeah, year. I'm, I'm adjusting my mic, guys, sorry. And that is something I am incredibly proud of. You know, I think we had some ups and downs. I had some moments where I'm like, what are we even doing? But then kind of coming past that and embracing, uh, taking a lot of the advice, which I think is good, guys, is like, hey, do what you want to do, right? Like, you know, we're not in a spot where we have to satisfy all these fans or we're not depending we on the money we're that's getting better. from the podcast. And so why not just do what we want to do? And that's kind of what we've been doing. And honestly, it's been really enjoyable. No, I, I, I completely agree. And I feel like that energy has kind of come out. And I feel like the people who like the podcast now, like really like the podcast, right? Which is great. And so I hope we can get some more users in. I mean, honestly, it would be a dream of mine to a dream have this as a job instead of what i'm doing now i i completely agree that, that and also like producing other content online i think would be a lot of fun i i think so too and it what i think what is what irks me about it jack what is irks that you? i can i see the work you do i see the videos you do i see the stuff i do and i'm like man it just is not got it just didn't get seen by the right people because if you look back it's like some of the early stuff we did just as funny as some of the early Smosh stuff. Like, early. Dude, I, I'm talking early. Like, I, I totally agree. And it's just not right time. And so I don't want to do that thing of like, well, we deserve to be popular. We deserve. We deserve the grace. But what I'm saying is, is I don't, I would rather work as more of a creative, fulfilling job more so than the job I'm doing now. Because the one complaint, right, I got of, that's another thing that happened in 2020. I got this new position, right? The one complaint I have is that, man, like, I just don't. I don't care that much about my job. Not that I don't do a good job or don't want to do a good job, but like, do I have a passion for what I'm doing? No, no, I don't. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my biggest struggle with like wanting to move up in my, like I am moving up with a new position that I'm going yeah. to my job, but it's not like a manager's role. Yeah. And I think I'm going to struggle kind of like wanting to get into that role. Obviously, if it's a smart thing to do financially, I will. Yeah, that's, see, that's, like, that's why I took my job. It's just like, I, I want to work somewhere that I have, like, a passion for. Yeah. And it just sucks that, like, all my passions aren't something that, are like, isn't going to make me money for a while. Yeah. And I just kind of have to hope that over time with consistency, yeah, it'll pay off. I think which so. I think is usually how it goes. Yeah. I think that is a really big key to things. And something I've learned with the podcast is just consistency. You know, like, we've been able to do these episodes and get them out and do them off the, the seat of our pants where we have no idea what we're talking about until literally you're walking through the door or we message each other on Discord and we're like, what are we talking about? But still, I feel we produce relatively good content, you know, going, that just gets put out there that people listen to. Yeah, I mean, there's some, there are there are videos on YouTube that are like, oh, the history of this and the audio quality is horrible. You know, you, you can hear the in the background. And you can hear them like cut their voice and it cuts in and out, in and out. And it's just like stock pictures has a million views. And no, no one in the comments cares. And I'm like, so, like people like just consuming content that they're interested in. Yeah. And so I think a way to, I think our podcast is seeing some slow growth, which is always good. Yeah. Slow growth is, is consistent quality growth. But I think if we want to grow a little faster for this next year is maybe like have Maybe a spinoff of the Raconteur collection or like because the Raconteur collection, we want it to be a collection of media. Yeah. Just another podcast that is it's, hey, this is the subject matter of this podcast. Right. Which could be, you know, like the um, Sacred Symbols podcast. 
mm-hmm. or yeah. um, I, I I I know what's like what's quote unquote easier is like doing drama, but like I just I don't care enough to do drama. Yeah, about like I, YouTube or no, I, I I'm just it, I don't care. Yeah, I'll do Warzone updates. And how is this going to change the meta? But I don't I don't even care about that. I right. just I'll be like, home, oh, nice updates. Well, Jack. Let me get us a little bit back on track here. Yeah, sorry. No, you're we're fine. I mean, like like you said, this is kind of just our excuse to do another tangent episode, which tangent episodes are my favorite because we just scroll through my notes here. Waffle around. But uh Jack, podcast 2021, what are some highlights for you? I mean, I'm actually gonna open up the laptop here and look at some of the episodes we've done, but the podcast for you is something we have done together consistently all throughout this year. And what is what are some things that stick out to you? Well, let me that? just open up my scroll here and He's opening a scroll. Treasure has been revealed. Oh, well, I think I, I got to start off this year. Let me scrolls back up. I I think one of my personal um, best moments of last year was obviously asking Laura to marry me and getting engaged last year. I specifically asked about the podcast. I know. I'm just saying. I wanted to kind of shout that. I was like, that's like my top 2021 moment of the year. Fair, fair. And I just want to get that out of the way before I'm like... Before you forget and don't say before, it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I, I, I know just, that's I something that I would do. So I just want to get that out of the gate that I think that is my moment of the year. That's a good moment of the year. 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 Good moment. What do you think about, the, what do you think about that, Daryl? <laughs> Let me shut down here. Well, uh, no, we're done. Sorry. So ask me the podcast question again. What are some highlights to you about the podcast? <sighs> I think highlights... Recording in person together, I think has been a really fun thing to do. I think it's made the podcast more engaging for us, and I think so. It, it's just it is easier to do, and as far as like editing goes, yeah. but it's just it's a lot more fun, and I think the dynamic is a lot better, and we kind of can actually read each other more, and there's less, believe it or not, there's less interrupting than there was. Yeah, because we can pick up on verbal, like or not verbal, but like facial expressions and cues and stuff like that, rather than not knowing if somebody else is going to continue talking because it's really easy for me to look at you now and be like, oh, he's going to say something else. Yeah, so like right now, that was a great transition, by the way. No, so, and if we do like oh, like overlap or talk over one another, it's a lot, it happens all this frequently and it's for a lot less period of time. Like, because, you know, one of us will stop or I'm like picking right as you're like leaving off, you know, like picking right. up. So right. recording in person, I think is one. Um, honestly, I really like doing our Call of Duty episode, and I but had someone give me some feedback on that that I worked with when I was at the warehouse, Oh, and he was like, really liked the episode. It was a lot of fun, and I was like, we need to do some more Call of Duty episodes. Those campaigns are great. Interesting. Um, and I think just the podcast in general has been like a, it's been a highlight of like my week every week. Yeah. Just here. recording it and just like doing something with. You, my brother, yeah, is always very fun. It's been and a nice way to stay connected. Yeah, like stay exactly. Late. And I think it's just it's really fun just hearing like my dad messaged me today. Oh, our dad messaged my me dad, today. my dad <gasps> specifically, my dad. Um, just saying like, hey, when are more episodes coming out on YouTube? Or you know, when's the latest? When is the latest episode going on YouTube? And I'm like, when I finally catch up. And I'm like, dad, there's this thing called Spotify. Yeah, I and which. Know. You can listen to all of the episodes, but I understand. Yeah. Anyways, so 
you know, just having the family more involved and like just, you know, having our dad pledge on the Patreon, having our cousin Michael. Uh, Who's been a, I mean, God, we, that is something. Michael has been a diehard supporter of this yeah, podcast. Yeah, you know, and, and then um, Jack Henry as well. Yeah, like. Our sister Lily. There has been like a core group of people who. Noah. Have given us constant feedback and who have been. All, all just like really great supportive friends, family, yeah. people. And that's something to definitely shout out is because, you know, those types of people are rare, you know. And I, I feel so lucky to have that the that I have those types of people, excuse me, in my life that are supportive and love the things I do. You know, because it's not always like that. It's not always like that. And it's not always been like that in my life, you know, where I have people that are maybe or you're in like relationships where you know, so there's significant others more critical of you or and those are just kind of toxic situations. And that is something that I think over 2020, 2021, that has gotten a lot better for me. So I'll drink my root beer to that. Drink with me, everybody. But, you know, it's funny, Jack. I'm looking through podcasts. And so the first episode we did, January 2021. Oh, I thought you were going to say, I was like, what? First episode of the podcast? Uh, Final Fantasy X. Really? Yeah. So that's how far back it goes, which is interesting. We the I mean the podcast has continued. I mean, as Jack and Daxter's in there, games and why we play them, our endeavors, the quarter review, Lord of the Rings. We do the half review, the best stories for us, the Golden Age of YouTube for us. Yeah, we did the more. big fifty retrospective. That's what yeah. we called it. Talking about Minecraft. I'm talking about Minecraft. I mean, this is when I released the second gods in September. I mean, there has been a ton of stuff that we've done that I'm very proud of. Oh, yeah. And, you know, a lot of more things we'll get into. But, yeah, the podcast has been one of those things that I think is I'm very proud of. Because, like I've said before, it would be great if the podcast took off and become like became something huge. And something we could put, you know, a lot of love and time and effort into and quit our jobs. and But it's not that. And I don't expect it to be that. But it just existing... I think is really cool. I think it's going to be one of those things that in 10 years and five years, going back and listening to some of these old episodes and being like, oh my gosh, like, look at them. They thought they had it all figured out, you know, it's going to be really cool. And I'm really glad to have it because it, in a way, is just a very solid time capsule of our, this point in our lives, right? Which is awesome. You know, the idea that like someday that like our kids could listen to this, they have to be old enough. I mean, obviously, <laughs> and be like, Oh, that's what you were like, guys were like when you were in your late twenties, early thirties. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's gonna be crazy to think about. I, I like the idea of thinking about this. And by the way, audience, if anyone's listening, I know Jack Henry is especially specific about this. I turned the gate down a little bit. Uh, if if either of us were cutting out, it wasn't that bad. But I was just like, ah, maybe. So I turned it down just a little bit. Hmm. Um, I don't think we're cutting out that bad. But I just noticed that we were getting kind of quiet when we were kind of trailing off a little hmm. bit. So. I just want to be extra sure, but I think we're all good. Anyways, sorry. That was a lot of words. Sorry for people who don't speak English. We have listeners in Germany or somewhere that they speak, you know, German. German listeners aren't listening anymore after what you said at the beginning. No, to say it again. You're going to alienate more of them. I can tell you when to say it. <laughs> I'm just like staring up. This but Jack. I... Anyways. Sorry. Go ahead. What are some of other highlights for 2021 for you? Other than the podcast? Podcast, you got engaged this year. Both great things. Podcast, great I would things. say more so. Podcast, <laughs> I hate to agree. No, I'm kidding. Um, 
I think this year I pr- I put out I didn't wasn't really consistent with it, but I put out more content on YouTube this year, which I was proud of. I did four episodes of a Cry Fear series, which I do need to record more of. I just haven't been able to get around to it, but I will soon. Sam and I did some episodes over um, Phasmophobia. Yeah, that was super fun. Uh, I released ten episodes of a Tarkov series. I did many episodes of a Slasher's Keep series. Yeah. Um, and I just, you know, it's very, it's very Northern Lioness content, very like minimal editing, if right. any at all. But I was proud that I put that kind of stuff up because I just, that's, that's a goal I want to do that year was just put up more content. Right. Uh, and I do want I do want to keep doing that this year, but I want to do it with like more personality and not mm-hmm. just, you know, Hey, me playing a game for a little bit. Like I actually do want to like edit the episodes. I just don't have. I feel like I want to get them out quickly and I don't have the time, mm. but it's like, why am I putting that constraint on myself? Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to, you know, it's like, why not do an episode once a week? Like, why do I need to batch record it? And then get, like, just record it once when you have like, like the Tuesdays I have off when I, after I get, after I take Ellie to school, record the episode, edit it. There you go. Like no big deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just like kind of be more realistic with my goals. Right. I mean, so that's kind of one thing I'm going to be bringing into this year is just more YouTube content that I was that I started in 2021. Um, trying to think of, I mean, what else? What else were highlights in 2021? I really don't know. Like 2021, like we've been saying, was a bit of a blur. And uh, what the shadow what? year? The, the shadow year. That's why I'm calling it that? The year of fog. I mean, it wasn't, but yeah. Actually, did 2021 is that? I think this might be the year that, like, did Siren Head come out this year? The only reason I bring it up is because you, when you talk about fog, there was that like viral video that went out of like a broken alarm in a fog city. It was like, boo, 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 boo. yeah, yeah. So I mean, that there you go. That's cool. There's that. There's that. Um, for me, yes. I'll go ahead and take the reins here. Oi, get over here, podcast. <laughs> Calm down there, Rakatura Collection. <laughs> it's a very SpongeBob voice there. Calm down there, Rakatura Collection. Man, no, wait, I gotta say, the the training episode of SpongeBob is Hold on there, boy. Is I think one of the funniest and like just great things out there. I mean The Krusty Krab today. You might think Mr. Krabs was always the hard working Money saver he is, and you'd be right. <laughs> the Holy Grail, see your recipe. Can I learn how to make a crappy patty now? And now we move on <laughs> to the front of the store. It's good. Lazy, inattentive. Look <laughs> carefully at his. I really wish I wasn't here right now. He back. missed a, a glazed look in his eyes. <laughs> So 2021 for me, man, I feel like it was a big year because right around, I mean, early, I think in the earlier half of the year, I released the second draft of the book I was working on, Manilica. I know I talk about the book from time to time, and I think, honestly, I probably need to talk about it more just so people are more aware, which is something I'm trying to do in my life because you never know when that one person will be like, oh. Oh, a book? Right. Do you have a copy I can see? Right. So, Charlie, why you, you know, I kind of released 
the second draft and I what I feel was way closer to the vision I've had in my head since I was a teenager of yes. this this world I've created. And, you know, a couple people have read it. Um, I need to actually reach out to people who have copies and see where they're at because... Yes, you do. They're probably not reading it. Not because... And here's the thing. I know that the habit of reading is hard. Like, I understand that. But, come on. Anyways. Yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. Because it's like, I wouldn't have given it to you if you just weren't going to read it. Like, I anyways. But I understand that it's not just a... Anyway. Despite that. I was really proud of myself for doing that. I mean, I look back constantly, and I'm like, man, I cannot believe I wrote, like, a 600-page book. And that's there. Yeah, and that's, that's it's just, incredible. There's a story from start to finish, and it's done. That was a really great accomplishment for me. And, you know, I think with some of the feedback I got, you know, ultimately, I think it's getting bigger, and it's getting more. I was just telling Jack before this, I almost feel like I'm at this point now where I have to write. Not, It won't be anywhere near the quality because I'm not a madman. But, like, I have to write my own Cimmerillion, basically. I have to go into the depths. I have to fill out this entire world's history so I can understand and give depth to the story that exists now. You know, because without it, you know, I think history is really what... That kind of stuff is just fascinating to me. I mean, history is really, I think, what defines a story. And it repeats itself. And is what makes stories like Lord of the Rings so good. And the more, you know... Of course, watch Lord of the Rings several times this year. We did our episodes on Lord of the Rings this year as well. I mean, the more I hear about Tolkien's writing and the level of detail he went into, and, you know, the more I have written myself, I can't help but feel like, man, what an absolute madman. Like, he, the amount of depth and the amount of time and work and heart that must have went into everything is just insane to me wasn't he writing some of it during like world war one or is that world war two one world war one yeah you know so that is something that i kind of want to do this year is just kind of double down on that and really because i was you know i was talking to my dad as you said earlier our dad and i was saying you know that i feel like and maybe this is, of course, I'm biased, but I feel like the story I have is unique. Like, I don't feel like there's a lot else out there that's like this. You know, I feel like it could have a place. It just needs, needs to, to have it. the right people see it. I and mean, so, here, yeah, no, go ahead. Here's the thing. Like, you know, hard work pays off. It does. But I think a lot of people kind of disregard the fact that, you know, there are so many factors that play into you making it. It's not just you working hard. Yeah. If it was just you working hard, there wouldn't be people at the same position, at the same job for 30 years. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, there would be if they're just doing a mediocre job. But that's not what I'm saying. People know what I'm saying. Well, here, I have something to add to that, right? So I totally agree with you. I think working hard, and that's something else I want to read, like my workouts this year. Working hard, especially when applied to yourself and I think personal goals, or they're so fulfilling because you see the results and you see the gains. In fact, I think we're working hard in that kind of mantra of like, oh, just work hard, nose to the grindstone at your job. It's working hard at your job that I'm not quite sure actually gets you anywhere. Yeah. There's like a strategy and you have to learn how to be in with the right people. It's That's much more of like a, 
it's it really is way more of a game of hey who do i know it's a game of personality it's, really it's, yeah it's i totally agree i don't know if this analogy is going to work it's almost a game like clue the okay. more people you know the more details you know yep the more likely you are to get to where you want to be i i 100% agree rather than a game like risk where you just brute force it and sometimes you win and sometimes you don't like oh i have 12 guys and you got four defender wins defender wins defender like you know like the right. break all ties so it's like or you can just steamroll it yeah i got the promotion yeah i got the you know consonant or whatever right so like it's like like me getting this new position hey jack just finally after the first time in years i heard the words i had someone recommend me your name and i was like really i was like wow like that made me feel really good first time it's ever happened to me though i've been working since i was 18 which nine years ago almost 10 but yeah. like you know it still is like a long time to like just hope it pays off yeah. you know what i mean so I it, it kind of is just the more of who you know i mean just look at anything in the in the online world it is if you have a, a single friend that is like super popular and you're just kind of in that group, you will vicariously grow way more quickly than anybody else that just kind of is trying to mm. work their way up. Mm. At least that's what I've seen. That's what I've noticed. No, I think that's really the case. You know, I often think that. And it seems that, you know, I think the one, the one fault I would lay on kind of how I was, myself on how I was raised is this idea that like and people often use this to like make fun of millennials but like oh you can do anything you can and that is kind of what I was taught but like the truth of the matter is that you can't like wow and I know that sounds harsh but I think there's just a you have to just look at it in a different light right like yes you can accomplish like if you set your mind to getting in shape yeah you 100% you can do that you set your mind to writing a book you can do that you set your mind to being successful in life. You can't always do that. You know why? It's because success is not defined. You often, I feel like people will define their success based on their status, based on how much money they make. But honestly, I think the thing I'm coming more to terms with as I get older is that like my success and my inner happiness are defined by the things that give you fulfillment, give me fulfillment. So my success is not someone else's success. It's yeah. not your success. It's not anybody's. I mean, it's mine. And you can't take that away. And that's something I've realized by, I think especially like, as I've kind of cut, I won't go into detail, but like, you know, cutting out like a, I think a toxic person in my life who was there for a long time and being free of that and being like, man, I was so negative on myself, so hard on myself for so long, but for what? Like that just made me unhappy. And then to now be in this position, I think, for the last two years where I'm kind of, like, free from that and free from this. I'm like, wow. I, oh, so my happiness is based on what makes me happy. Like, mm -hmm. my, you know. And that, I think, has been – it sounds like such an easy revelation, you know, such an easy thing. But, man, growing up, being a teenager, early 20s, I mean, you go through so much and you're influenced by so many different people that it's real easy to get that skewed. And it's really easy to think that you don't belong or that you're the other or that the things you like aren't important. But that's just not true. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, exactly. And so that's, I think, a big takeaway, not only that I've learned from this year, and that's been, I think, reaffirmed this year for me, 
just by my actions and by me just trying to be myself and finding that like, wow, people respond very positively to just me. Like, and I'm lucky in that way, right? Like I'm lucky that I have kind of learned how to change my very quiet, shy self into somebody who's like goofing around, but then firm, that solid rock that for the team. In fact, something you said to me, Jack, I think several weeks ago when I was talking about I'm just being burnt out at kind of a job, you said, hey, Charlie, all you need to do is you just need to be the rock. You just need to have support them. And that's at the end of the day, that's what you're doing. And I was like, you know, you're right. Like, why am I making my job more complicated? Why yeah. am I adding this extra pressure? And something I've been trying to tell myself so much, I'm a, I am but a single man. I am but a single man. And I can only do a one person's job. I cannot yeah. change a whole thing. I cannot do this. You know, what I can do is be honest with myself, follow up with what I need to follow up with, and go on from there. I mean, yeah, so that, that's the thing I think that people kind of get, they get stuck in their, everyone gets stuck in their ways because it's easy. It's easy to get stuck into habits that you've fallen into. But I think one thing that I've especially learned over this past year is just, you know, you're not like a single personality. Hmm. Does that make sense? Hmm. Like what you were saying, like, I'm not the quiet, reserved, cool kid. Or right. I'm not, you know, or whatever. It's like, no, it's like you are who you need to be in what the situation mm-hmm. calls. Of course, but like you have, everyone has a default. I'm Jack. This is who I am, right. you know? But like, I think one thing that I've really been like learning is just, hey, I feel this way at a job. I'm going to say something about it. I'm going to be assertive. I'm not going to be the jack, the jack that's just, uh, yeah, whatever. Because like, yeah. that's how you kind of fall into the, well, I, it bugs me, but I'm just going to, you know, it doesn't bug me too much. I'm not going to say anything. It's like, no, like that bugs me. I'm going to go say something about it. I'm going to do something about it. Right. It's just being much more, um, not like affirmative. What's the other word? There's another word I'm looking for. I don't really know where you're going. Assertive. Assertive. Okay. There it is. Not insertive. I was going to say, I was going to say, there you go. Another SpongeBob reference. <laughs> um, so I've, I've been trying to be more assertive and especially like, you know, Getting in my head into this new position, I go to, I go into the stores. I'm trying to talk to the backroom people more, the employees more, yeah. trying to you know to be, be a lot better about signing in at places, that kind of stuff, and just trying to kind of get my head into that workspace a little bit. Just like presenting myself, like, hey, at work, focus on work because that's what you're there to do. Yeah. Um. But you and know, when you're at home, focus on being home, and that honestly, that's a hard one. That that is a hard that's one. Such a hard one. It's a, I I constantly struggle with that. I mean, and one thing that I, I've I've struggled with all this past year and most years is just being consistent and trying to learn new things. Mm. But this past year, especially towards the end, as many of you know, Charlie, you know too, it's just I'm working on new music. Yeah. And January was it first or January second or whatever. Officially, was 10 years since I started Clumsy Titan. Clumsy. I got a little notification on Facebook. And I was cool. like, oh, cool. Um, and I, I wanted to release something for like the 10 year anniversary, but it's not ready yet. So I'm just going to, it's yeah. just going to take yeah. its time. But I do want to release like an actual album for the first time. Yeah. Be awesome. So working on that, I have, I want to say seven, but I have six demo songs right now. There you go. Um, and you know, it's fun. It's really fun working on it. Uh, Laura's kind of helped me with, 
you know, the actual like framework of some of the songs. Uh, I want to get some help from some more friends yeah. working on it. And yeah. I just, I've been showing people, try to show you most of them. Yeah. Uh, and just going to input on that. And I want people, like, obviously, it's nice when people are support, but also if they're like, hey, this sucks. No, because I like making music that I think I would enjoy. Right. And I'm not going to let that blind me to it just being bad. But, like, that's at the end of the day, that's what I want to do. Yeah. I, I like making I, music that I I would like listening to this on repeat. Like, if I, I listen to it on repeat, yeah. I'm happy with it. But obviously, at the same time, I want to release it for more people than just me. So that's why I'm also open to people critiquing it or right. giving their inputs. And it's not just a me project. Right. So, no, I totally agree. I, you know, it's funny. I recently started the, Andy Circus audiobook of Lord of the Rings because he released an unabridged audiobook of Lord of the Rings, which is awesome, by the way, for anybody out there. But, you know, in the foreword, it's, you know, a letter from Tolkien talking about Tolkien. how he, this project was for himself, you know? And I think for a lot of creatives, it kind of is that way, where, like, I'm writing because there was not a book out there like the one I wanted to read, right? There were, there were things that were close. There were things that were great and fantastic, but not quite there, not quite what I wanted, not quite serious enough, not quite deep enough, not quite poetic enough, you know? Not quite magical. And so I think, you know, Spiritual. inherently creative, like creating something is kind of a selfish act because you're like, ah, I can do it, I can do it better. But... I think being a good creative is is seeking out that feedback and saying, okay, and balancing that feedback, saying, you know, I trust myself that this is best and is going to be the best. But then taking into consideration other things. I mean, yeah, I've learned a lot by writing, but I'll tell you what's actually taught me the most is just writing more. I mm -hmm. mean, honestly, just writing and reading more has taught me more than I've learned at school, than taught me more than any feedback anybody has ever given me ever. I... You know, that's just been something that has been blatantly obvious. I mean, between the two drafts of the same story I released are wildly different. I mean, 200 extra pages in the other draft. That's insane, actually. Stuff like that where it's like, holy crap, like, this is so much better. And it's not even been that far apart. And so I'm really excited for this year to kind of do that process again and then... Do it again. You know, but one word I have, Jack. I mean, here, here, I like to put this out on the podcast. Yeah, the podcast. I really don't mind iterating and working on things again and again, but I do worry sometimes about falling into that trap of like, it's never going to be never where you want it to be. It's the George Lucas effect of where he just keeps editing Star Wars over and over. It's like, I don't want to do that. Like, at some point, I have to be done. Yeah, I mean. And so I think with this draft, I'm kind of aiming to be done with this world. And move on to something else. Because I have other ideas. I have a whole other world that I've created that I kind of want to... So you, you've been done with this world and its version of the Cimmerillion. Yeah, so that's that's and the thing. That's you're what, done. That's what I think. I was like, well, if I'm going to be done, then I need to do it right. Like, yeah. I need to delve in. Which I think, I think that's... They'd be kind of... Not only think would it be good for you, but also be like, okay, I'm done. If I want to come back to it, give me 10 years. Right. I'll come back to it and, hey, maybe I will, like re-release it or i'm gonna tell the story from a different perspective right. or a different time in that world yeah. and i have all the people who have enjoyed it can be like oh yeah right. exactly yeah oh dude he's bringing that dude you don't know like you know right I, you know that kind of stuff exactly people are like oh i've read the book i've read that compendium or whatever right 
Um, that is yeah. exactly what I'm going for, you know, is just... I, I will say, yeah. um, heading back to my thing on music, is like, I'm obviously, I'm I'm still fairly like a newbie, learning as I go, that sort of thing. I'm trying to be a lot more consistent with it. I can see why there are a lot of people who are duos and bands that I feel like shouldn't be duos or have two people. Like a lot of like electronic artists, um, like you have Daft Punk, who they're both musicians on their own, but together they created Daft Punk. And they've done individual work by themselves, but there are times where I'm like, man, I just don't have anyone to bounce this off of yeah. that they're also part of this project. Yeah. You know, I'm like, and I can come to a conclusion. I can come to whatever in due time. But sometimes I'm like, I'm like in a, like a music, I'm like in a musical fever. I'm like, okay, yeah. this sounds cool. This yeah. is good. Make this. And then I get stuck. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I don't have anyone to bounce it off of. You know what I mean? Right. Like no one else is like a part of this project, but me give or take. Yeah. And so it's like, like, what do I, what do I do from here? And I so mean, then it's, I sit it down week later, come back to it. That sort of thing. Yeah. No, I mean nothing's nothing's ever really created in a vacuum, you know. Yeah, so I mean, I think it's it's a challenge. It's a challenge in a way, but also sometimes I'm like, man, what if Clumsy Titan was Clumsy Titans? Clumsy Titans. Tins. Clumsy. Twenty one. Twenty. You know a revelation 21. I had this year, Jack. I actually had this revelation. I think about a month ago. So. As I've gotten older. Kind of late into the year. Yeah, kind of late into the year. So kind as I've gotten very older. Very late into the year. So as I've gotten older. Very late. <laughs> so as I've gotten older, I've, <laughs> think I can't do it now. I've um, been farting more. Sorry. Been farting just way more. Just, just, <laughs> just, they sneak out of me and I just don't even know where they're coming from. They just sneak out of me. Uh, oh. But I feel like when I was a teenager, and an early, early, you know, early 20s. I was very like. It's like not a teenager. When I was a teenager and in my early 20s. Oh, okay. I thought you said when I was a teenager in my early 20s. No. I'm but sorry. I was very, Tell your story. I was very concerned with a lot of media not being dark enough, not being what I felt was like serious enough. You know, I kind of, I kind of shook my head and I was like, oh, No. We can't all have Disney endings. You can't Disney movies, you know, all those are for children. Those are so and so. But I found that as I've gotten older, I've got much more of an appreciation for stories that have good endings, stories that have heart to them and soul. And that got me thinking. I was like, why? Because like I used to be pretty, not edgy, but like I felt like I kind of sought out the darker material. You know, I went for... And I was like, I was like, when did that change happen in me? And I think that change happened to me when I kind of just was like, you know, yes, the world can be so serious at times, but sometimes, especially watching and rewatching and rewatching Lord of the Rings, you know, compared to something like Game of Thrones, where Game of Thrones is some in some ways the antithesis of Lord of the Rings, right? You got people dying all the time it's not good versus evil it's gray versus gray and but i'm like man but you know what keeps drawing me back more so than game of thrones lord of the rings like that simple good versus evil and how it gets me every single time i know how lord of the rings ends i i do i got 
you know, I could probably recite some of those, but I've always been kind of interested, like, why? Like, when did that change happen? Such a subtle change where, watch a new Disney movie, uh, what, Encanto? I haven't seen that one yet. Fantastic. I thought it was great. I thought, I, I was a little bit disappointed in the ending, but I wasn't like, oh, you remember the story I told on podcast where in college I watched Ponyo and I was like, garbage kids garbage movie. kids movie. And then now when I watch Ponyo, I'm like, this movie is beautiful and charming and sweet. Great music and beautiful visuals. Oh, characters are great. I, like, I look, I and so lo- like, I sorry, wanted to like ask you, like, go ahead. Do you find that you were kind of in a similar space? Because I feel like you're you've always been a little bit more accepting of I would say the feel good the yeah. So you I, know mean, what I mean, I I like delving into deeper stories um, and more complex stories, but I find myself becoming able to be more immersed in stories that a story is told and it's pretty. You know, there's obviously some underlying elements that you need to watch a few times or read a few times, and then, oh, you kind of get it more. In in a very small sense, watch a different puppet every time in the labyrinth, a little bit of their personality, but a story there. It's kind of like that, but let's say like you take Ponyo. Ponyo. First time you watch Ponyo, watch it all as a whole. Next time you watch it, why is, why is your animation there so like simplified during that part? Right. Like why is... These little details you see. Why is she like turned to a fish when this happens? Why not when this happens? You know, like you kind of these different flows. I like doing that a lot more than, you know, it just being like Game of Thrones. It did. I didn't enjoy watching it, but it never really like hooked me. And I Mm. think it was because like it's more like it's more gray versus gray versus gray. I think these guys are evil, but also maybe they're not or like. These guys are good, but wait, are and they good? And then, like, you know, is that a reason that I, you know, I read the first Game of Thrones, or the, the first Game of Thrones, well, I don't remember. Is the first book called Game of Thrones? I don't know. I think it is. Is it the Song of Wind and Fire? <laughs> Ice and Fire. Ice and Fire. The first book is called Game of Thrones. But, yeah, no, that's why I read that. And I was like, because what gets me about Game of Thrones, what I like about it is the characters. The characters are good. Yeah, the characters are good. It's yeah. something I realized, good. I was just telling Jack before we started here, but Kate and I started rewatching Lost, and I was like, Man, the characters in Lost. Oh my God, the Hurley and Charlie, and then of course there's a Jack in there, there's a Kate in there. Like, and I was like, and oh, Sawyer hit, 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 hit home, and Saeed, how cool he is. And I was like, man, it's characters that get me more than anything. More so than when I don't connect to media, it's because the characters don't do anything for me. At I, all. I think, I think, I think, I think you're right. I mean, I do like the story overall, like how things progress, but. I'm also kind of a, I'm a simple man. I don't like seeing people like in distress. That's mm-hmm. why like movies like Saw, like I can watch them, but I'm like, I don't get it. I don't like just watching people like in pain or like struggle, you know, mm-hmm. when it's just like, that's the movie, you know? So I'm like, I don't get it. It's just kind of gross, whatever. Yeah. But then like, that's why a lot of horror movies are bad because the characters aren't good. Mm-hmm. And the premise itself is bad because the characters aren't interesting. Yeah. Even like the scary thing they're facing isn't interesting. Yeah. So you're like, or you see it way early on, and then it's like, boom, see it again, again, and it's ruined. You well, know? And so that's why I'm so glad that, especially like, we have, I think, two really great names to keep an eye on. That's Ari Oster and uh, the guy who directed The Witch, Edgar Allen. Poe? No. Edgar Allen Poe? The Witch. 
But yeah, you know, I just thought that was kind of like an interesting revelation I had this year that like I was not so much turned off anymore by the, you know, the feel good movies because I think I realized that like I could balance both in my head and I think I started to really synthesize like what makes a good movie, what makes a good show, you know. It's not necessarily that things need to have a serious ending or things need to be bleak and dark because there's parts of me that still love that. I mean, I would say there are sections in Manelica, the story I wrote that are incredibly bleak. You know, one of my favorite movies is the lighthouse lighthouse is like hyper bleak. And, but my appreciation for the other side of it has grown more over time and has not diminished, which I always thought was, it was going to be the opposite. You know, I always kind of thought I was going to lean towards the darker stuff, but now you know, here's Charlie watching Encanto, and that never, never would have occurred to me. Before. Have you seen Coco? Yeah, that that is a great movie. Oh, Coco, man. The, the, um, and that not only does the, is the music good, but the characters are so good in that movie. And I think Robert portray- Edgar's. Sorry, that is the Robert Edgar. So Robert Robert me, Edgar's Poe. So hold hold Coco in the background. So Robert Edgar's and Ari Oster. Ari Oster directed um, Hereditary and Midsummer, right? Okay. Great, great horror movies. Uh, Robert Edgar's, of course, The Witch, The Lighthouse, and now Jack. Did you see the trailer for The Northman? I I'd have to see it again to remember. We watched it. I think Christmas Day at our parents' house, like the trailer for, it. and dude, it's like a super. It looks like a super dark Viking story. Okay. Directed by the guy who did The Witch and Lighthouse, and like it looks awesome, dude. Like you have like okay. the wardruna kind of like chanting the creepy like and then you just have this guy this the whole premise of the movie right is about this kid who you know his dad is the viking king or chief and then his uncle comes in and kills his dad and takes his mother and so this kid flees and his whole life is you know i'll i'll save you mother i'll avenge you father i'll kill you uncle and then like cuts to him as an adult and he's doing it and there's just one moment in the trailer that is the most badass moment I see. He's like standing on this hill and a spear gets thrown at him and he like catches it and like throws it back. And <laughs> it is one of the coolest things I've seen in a long time. That sounds pretty cool. But you know, like, of course, like the, the Norse stuff, I feel like deeply rooted to. And so I was like, oh man, like give me like the creepy, like folk tellers and their bones and their their bones oh, and all yes. like their animal skins and oh my God, it's their awesome. instruments made of like that flesh and, and their, everything their horns and, and it, dude it's freaking cool there's um was it is it Highlung? and i forgot what their songs called oh shit maybe Highlung's a song but um no that's that's the band i can't remember what the song's mm. called but it starts off there's like it's this aerial view I like this forest and like these three like chanters that are like, like in this. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Like yeah. stone pillars and there's like rune in there. Yeah. And that I'm like, yeah, that those were our ancestors. Awesome. Very, awesome. it's very very cool. Um, anyways, Coco, completely yeah. different. It's a great movie. Like I can tell what's gonna happen kind of already when you start watching it. You really don't get it, get it until spoilers for Coco. You see that one guy like try to get over to the other side. And you're like, well, who's the only skeleton we know or person right. know that doesn't have their photo on the ofrenda? And it's yeah. like, well, that God, guy. Coco's such a god. But like, Ellie loves that movie. David Cruz. I can watch the movie. I sit down. Like, it, it entrances me every time. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. David Cruz. 
Yeah, and that's what I'm saying is that, like, I feel like a young Charlie did not have an appreciation for that. And as I've, you know, I'll be turning 30 this year. I feel like I've found appreciation for those things. And that's something I'm very grateful for because shutting yourself off to something because it's not your style or not the tone you want, I think is very damaging. A silent voice. Exactly, a silent voice. Like, you're damaging yourself, Charlie. I'm kidding. Damage it. I'm damaged. damaged. I'll skip that tattoo across my forehead. forehead like a joker. <laughs> Jerry Leonard joker. Ah! Uh, yeah, so 2021, Jack. This, like you said, what, where are we at time? 57 minutes almost. The time. Almost. The time. 56, 20, uh, 30. I feel that this episode has been more of a tangent episode than it has been about 2021, but you know what? That's okay because that's what last year felt like. It felt like a giant tangent, you know? Life is really a giant tangent. And what I'd like to do now is we talked about, you know, hey, we'll do some resolutions. But resolutions, I feel, especially at the start of the new year, can you, you, you kind of trap yourself, right? You're setting yourself up to fail. So let's talk about goals, like things that we'd like to achieve this year. You know, last year, Jack, I'll go ahead and start us off. I started working out in January. Um, yes, sir. I stopped. That <clears throat> was be kind of open and vulnerable here. I stopped drinking. Uh, in January as well. Before that, I just had a bad habit. Like, I'll still drink if I go out or if I'm playing D&D. But, like, I don't buy it for the, myself anymore. And that was the, you know... No, I, think, I, I Real quick, I'm going to ask you, like, an honest question. Yeah. Do you think you have an issue? Like, do you have an issue buying it for yourself? I do think so because, it for me, it's like, if I have it here, I know that I just want to drink it and keep drinking it. That's it. I mean, yeah. uh, like, my self-control goes out the window. And, That's crazy. And so... In order to kind of it's like me with gum to kind of hedge that, I just I'm like no, I just can't. Like, I I mean that guy. I gotta be honest. So I'm what the kids call straight edge, as me you guys probably know by now. Um, I don't smoke, even though I don't even smoke tobacco. I don't drink. I don't do anything. And I think part of it is just because I've never been interested in doing that kind of stuff. Right. But also, I think in the back of my mind, I know I kind of have an addictive personality, mm-hmm. and. So I just kind of avoid it altogether. Because right. like, if I have a pack of gum in the car, I will absentmindedly just keep eating pieces of gum. I, I would just keep doing it until it's all, I'm like, oh, it's all gone. Or I have, you know, a bag of jelly beans that I bought. Right. I would just be like, absentmindedly just keep eating. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to go eat some more. And I'll make a habit. Next day, I'll buy a bag. Next day, I'll, and I'm like, I need to stop. And so yeah. one day, I'll stop. Yeah. It's jelly beans, no big deal. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't want that to translate into anything else. Yeah. So... I kind of just avoid it altogether. No, no. And so, you know, I stopped all that uh, January last year, not for any resolution, but just like it just clicked in my head for some reason and it started working out. Worked out for most of this year. I feel like at the end, the last two weeks of the year, just with work, maybe using work as an excuse a little bit, my workouts just totally stopped. I wanted to start back up this year, but now I kind of have, you probably have heard it in my voice, a little bit of sinus congestion congestion you know and so i'm using that as an excuse now well and, but sorry go ahead you know i do need to remind myself even though i feel like i've kind of failed and i've totally reverted i'm like but that doesn't take away the year of hard work i put in you know yeah of course and some of those habits i formed and and so that's something i'd like to do more this year just continue that you know not and then but balance that with saying hey you know what don't be so hard on yourself. If your workouts aren't working with your work schedule now, you need to not say, oh, I just don't have time to work out. You need to say, okay, where do I have time now? Yeah. Where do I have the time and the energy 
to, and the capacity to handle this. And so that's something I'd like to continue into this year, just working out, um, just getting more in shape. Not because I want to look hot or anything like that, but just for my Be health. healthier. I mean, that. Yeah. Working out this year, I can tell the difference in my health. And you like, notice, like, your, honestly, like, your endurance is the biggest thing you notice. Endurance. First and then not only that, but like just mood, too. My mood is different, you know? And I'm like, man, like, just getting out of the, like, haze and that funk. It's yeah. Just, or, I mean, like, for me, like, because, I mean, I've, you know, been a little sinusy as well, but, you know, I get off of work. Uh, and I'm like, man, because I've been doing 10,000 steps a day, you know, and that's like five-ish miles of walking, and that's about a mile of jogging. I'm like, I feel great. I have energy. I can come home from work, and I'm not like, oh, exhausted or tired. And so, like, this year, I just want to continue that and then yeah. slowly just, hey, try to actually, like, just jog for two miles without stopping. You know, like, get back to that point. Yeah. And just keep doing the steps. Like, that's – I want to just be – healthy not necessarily like fit or like super in shape i just want to be healthy and be right. able to be active without being like oh i haven't done that in a while you know right. what i mean just be like no like yeah. i'm good like i can come i can work pick up away from school play with ellie after school then go on my steps take her to the park wow. come home clean up take a shower still feel pretty good you know like have an active day yeah and not be oh i'm so tired i need to take it easy yeah because i'm not even 30 yet i shouldn't be exhausted after work unless i'm working like a grueling job another thing i'd like to do this yeah sorry go ahead is this would be the first year with this new job and you know first year i think the first time in a while that i've had money that's not you know that's not just not paycheck paycheck anymore and so that is something that like become financially stable really start to like invest in some things do some smart things with money like get like a different student loan payment start paying those off you know like just do things that like can free me up so where if i don't have this job in the future i don't just get stuck again you know i'd agree and so that's something i would really like to do this year and you know i think what i look forward to most is just having time you know more time like making the time i have yes work is taking more of my time but investing more time in my off time because something i've learned about I think writing about working out is that it's not so much that you don't have the time. It's that you don't have the mental energy for it. And sometimes when you force it enough, you're like, Oh, it's not that hard. It's not, I I can do that. And so, but I want to take that habit for my free time, you know, and make my free time more valuable because that will balance out my life by itself. And so that's something I really want to make a goal this year saying, Hey, you know what? When I'm home, even if I have to take calls, even if I have to do this, like spend time at home, do things at home, you know, don't just turn everything off and just play Minecraft all day. <laughs> yes, you can do that sometimes, but like, yeah, play some Warzone with your brother. But what I'm saying just is kidding, like, just kidding, just kidding. The, doing that shortens and makes the time I do have off feel less valuable because I didn't do anything valuable in that time. Yeah, And so that's kind of the thing I want to take into that. It's just that new habit of saying, hey, you know what? It's my off day. I'm going to wake up early. I'm going to get some chores done. I'm going to free it up. I'm going to play a little bit of Minecraft. Okay, you're done. You know, because I still have the thing. It's like, well, I'm off. I guess I'll just wake up and play Minecraft until 3 o'clock and then... uh, Then chill. Then chill. You know what I mean? So here's... I'm trying to balance that too. And that's why I've been playing RuneScape recently. But I want to translate that into getting back into 
Duolingo again, trying to act. I, for the hundredth time, try to learn a language. I've deleted like all like the games from my phone. I'm trying to be on my phone way less. And I've replaced that now for being on RuneScape. Rather than just being on my phone, I'm like, okay, no, I'm gonna pull up my, just, you know, why not? Level up a character a little bit. Cause like it mattered, that's more, that matters more than like just scrolling your feed for 30 minutes. You know, like it's not much more, but it's but more. No, I mean, it's, it's kind of like a cool little thing, you know? Cause like I always wanted to be a high level when I was in RuneScape. And now like I'm level 43 and level up my magic and. Right, you know, I have like rune trimmed armor, and I'm like, this is Whoa. not a rune. Sorry, I have mithril, not rune. Got a rune simmy? Not yet. I'm, I'm any I'm rune getting... skimmies? No, I'm not. I'm my attacks level 39. Gonna get more cows, man. <laughs> no, but anyways, I'm trying to level up my magic so I can do the magic smithing skill at the freaking bank. Which magic is stupidly, just like in every game, stupidly overpowered in RuneScape. It, I'm not going to go into it. It's, it's, oh my gosh. It, it makes me angry how easy it is to be good at magic in every game, in every game, and how good it is. Anyways, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Sorry. I think, you uh, know, what else I'm looking forward to this year? What else? Elden Ring. Oh, yeah. Real excited about that. Real excited about Elden Ring. coming out this year. Real excited. I talked to George, younger brother. He played through Sekiro, and we were just talking about Sekiro because he loved it. And I was like, you know, we need to get Jack to play it because Jack has not played it, and I know Jack would love some parts in this game. Yeah, I know. I got to play it, but you know. Yeah. It'll, it'll happen in time. Yeah. It'll happen when we're not in, I'm not interested in Sekiro at all, and Jack will That's not it. true. <laughs> I um, I will say, uh, so I played Castle Crashers at our parents' house. I, yeah, I saw uh, you posted a video and, of you and Ellie. Yeah, and... Ellie, I was like, Ellie, let's try this. And she likes playing it. You know, she doesn't really get it. Yeah. I'm like level like 14, 15, and she's like level two. Cause I'm like, Ellie, you need to hit the guys. But she likes running. Oh, look at my little pet. Oh, dad, let's go over here. Oh, we need to get these things. Dad, I want to fight these black monsters. And I'm like, Ellie, we can't play the game. Like, it, it's fun though. It's it's fun experiencing with her yeah. though. I'm like she does get it. I think she just likes doing her own yeah. thing. But like, she'll play Jack and Daxter. Yeah. Um. She'll play uh, Oblivion, and like, she can like play games. And it's it like Minecraft. She can actually build and like play Minecraft. It's pretty like cool. she'll she knows how to build a Nether portal. Go into the Nether, and then she'll like build rail cart systems in the Nether. <laughs> it's so. It's crazy. It's cool though. Yeah, that's cool. Like one time she was like, "Dad, look, it's not working." The the I, I forget. What, I think she says portal. I can't remember. But she's like, "The the purple portal, like it's not it's not there." I go over. She has like blocks of coal and not obsidian. I'm like, "Oh, Ellie, you're using blocks of coal, <laughs> not obsidian." She goes, "Oh, obsidian." I'm like, "Yes, obsidian." And so, and she's like, "Dad, look." I turn around. She's made like three portals, all different sizes, and I'm like. <laughs> okay, pretty cool. Um, <laughs> There's like a picture of the Mona Lisa. She zooms out. Dad, look. <laughs> yeah, the Minecraft video. Dun, 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 dun. Jack. <laughs> Man. Um, so I think this year in the gold mine is just obviously spending time with Ellie, but just, you know, being present and just kind of watching her grow because she's growing really fast. Yeah. She turns five this year. So good old five. Good old five. Jack. Charlie. 
I think that's about all I want to talk about for this episode. Let's I leave 2021 to, in the bin. Let's leave 2021 It'll in the bin. It'll be tossed. To be tossed. In the bin. Got it. <laughs> Have you seen the Ringo Starr video? No, I, <laughs> I was thinking of a different video. This is a serious message. Any fan mail that comes after October will be tossed in the bin. With peace and love, I'm warning you. I'll show you later. There's a great... It'll be tossed. a great YouTube video where these like two girls are... like These two young girls are sitting in front of their camera. They're obviously going to do something with makeup. Just kind of talking to each other. And then the mom busts in and she goes... Which one of you took a shit in the toilet and didn't flush it? It's disgusting. And the girls are just like horrified. And she's like, I did not raise you to be animal. It just... <laughs> the fact that she's oh, like, it's, it's so disgusting. Good. It's disgusting. And I know one of you twos did it. One of you twos. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Guys, thank you for listening on our closeout for the year 2021. We look forward to the year 2022. 2022. 2022. And I think it'll be a good year. Manifest it to be a good year. Manifest. Be forthright. Feel the energy. Be forthcoming. Align your chakras. And forthrooing. Align the chakras. Align. I know. You can't see me doing Naruto, but you can hear it. I'm going to talk about garbage. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Appreciate you. All right, everybody. All right. Goodbye. And goodbye. Music!